Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. My name is Chopper Pete Quinnell and I am joined... By El Fakador Laurie Blake. Hey, mate, how's it going? Not too bad. You're not you? Luke. I'm not Luke, I know. So many people have been telling me. Really? As, especially as, if you, did, as if you didn't know. As if I didn't know, yeah. As if you were born into this world thinking that you were Luke. <laughs> I know, yeah. It doesn't everyone? It sounded like me about a year ago. <laughs> yeah, <about laughs> Last that. time Luke went on holiday. Holiday, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he's gone, honestly. I think he might just be, like, trapped somewhere. We don't know where he is. Sounds like Luke. Yeah, very Idiot. much so. Yeah. Probably tied up with some really yeah, bad knots again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we had uh, a funny incident on yesterday's Wrestle Ramble uh, when the internet cut out mm-hmm. when we were doing the intros and outros. That was super fun. Um, but we did get an email uh, from a guy called Blake Ham. Good uh, name. Which is a great name. And he was saying it was a Wrestle Talk Get Better email. Mm-hmm. And he sent it in just being like, this isn't me saying that I've got better. This is uh, This is the start and this is me wanting to be accountable. So I'm emailing in now to try and improve myself. And he said, I'm 20 with my third kid on the way. I'm going through law school. Uh, my wife is going through nursing school. And like, and th- and he's like, but you know, I'm weighing in at like 185 pounds, whatever it was. And that's just like, oh, it's too, uh, sorry, it's 235 pounds it was. Right. And he was like, oh, no, too much. Got to cut down that. We were like, you're so good at everything in life. What yeah, are you talking yeah, about? You've done it. You've raced, you've raced ahead of everyone else. What are so, you up to? So now Ollie has uh, instructed everyone to email in and they've got to say hi to everyone here, mm. and then they've got to say, and Blake Ham, you piece of crap. <laughs> so we've got an email from Will, Will Height. It says, hey, Ollie, Pete, and Blake Ham, you piece of crap. Uh, I was just re-listening to the first Ramble Club episode, and after Vince interrupts Triple H's post-match meal, Vince says that Triple H's match with Stone Cold that night was, and I quote, great S-word. After hearing Moxley's interview with Jericho, it doesn't seem like Vince has ever changed. Love you guys. Go to hell, Randy. Stop messing with the Wrestle League standings. Even fictional uh, Vince <laughs> is the same as real life Vince. It's crazy. The crossover. And it's it's so accurate to but real life. Is, so it turns out he is a character. Yeah. But in real life as well. <laughs> but in real life. Vince what? McMahon's kayfabe extends into his actual existence outside of being Mr. McMahon. It's... It's insane. I, he's I, like he is the Matrix. Like <laughs> he's his own Matrix. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Uh, we've got another email here from Tyrone Lamont uh, that says, first and foremost, hey, it says hey Andy. I don't know if I can read this email. It says hey, and it's a first name as well. Put it in the bin. Uh, 
I'll ignore it. First and foremost, hey, don't know who he's talking about, Ollie, Laurie, Simon, Pete, and Luke. I'm not trying to be a Pritchard about this, but have you at all considered that WWE is no longer for us? I mean, when you guys were most into WWE, how old were you? They, killed they catered to children and do a damn good job. Roman is a heel to... Roman is a heel too, for back of a letter to... Roman is a heel to, for lack of a better term, marks like mm -hmm. us. We hate to see him win everything all the time. But to these kids, he's Superman. He's their stone cold. And in no way am I comparing those two. Roman Reigns is to kids today what Stone Cold was to you guys. My gen my generation is John Cena. Mm -hmm. I vividly remember being all excited when I was finally able to pick Cena in SmackDown vs. Raw 04, the very first one. I remember fighting with my brother over the guy, for God's sake. I'm not excusing WWE by any means, but what I am trying to say is that they cater to children, not us. I, lo I love all you guys, and I wish I could work for WrestleTalk instead of a potato chip company. Thank you. Thanks for getting me through these long days, and sorry for the long email. No worries for the long email. It's actually quite an interesting point um what i'd say to it uh is yes they cater to children but when i was most into wrestling i would have been 18 to 20 mm -hmm. and i was super into it yeah not a child uh yeah. and a lot has changed since then obviously i've grown as a person so obviously my taste is going to be slightly different but i don't think they're going to be so different to oh my god wwe is the greatest thing ever i love it so much to i genuinely can't stand watching it this week the argument i would make about it it you obviously do. I think the television product does cater to children. Yes, and absolutely. The reason you do that is because merchandise sells very well with kids. Kids mm -hmm. will buy New Day unicorn horns, this, that, and the other, all that kind of stuff. A hundred John Cena sweatbands. <laughs> but ticket sales wise, it's adults going to the shows because they're the ones that can afford. Tickets that, you know, when they come to the UK, it's prohibitively expensive to go and see WWE. It's like really, really expensive and off-putting when you know that you have to go. You actually, you pay for the privilege of watching Raw. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Yeah. But, but also the argument would I would make is if it is just for kids, why are they trotting out The Undertaker? Yeah. Why, why was Goldberg at mm -hmm. Saudi Mania? Exactly. Like, it, it, we, the kind of product has to evolve along with having all the people that were watching it in the 80s and watching it in the 90s and remember the Attitude Era, watching John Cena's rise, lived through the bland, bland years after that. And then <laughs> yeah. now they're here now. Yeah. Um, you have to kind of, like, the best thing for them to do, surely, is have kids and adults and everyone who's ever watched the product watch it and enjoy it. And I think also the, the the good thing about catering to kids is kids will kind of like whatever you're doing. Yeah, like kids, that's true. I have seen kids play with the box that the toy came in. <laughs> yeah. it, kids, kids are dumb, is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, <laughs> they, they don't are. care. So why wouldn't you make... It doesn't have to be highfalutin and really clever or like super smart. Like Just do a bit of NXT-style booking. Mm -hmm. Have matches that matter. People will pick who they think the heroes are and who they think the villains are. And you will still get characters like Johnny Gargano is a perfect example of a character that appeals to children. He literally wears superhero outfits to the ring. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? It's like there's nothing about him that wouldn't translate to a mainstream children's audience. Mm -hmm. But he could also, given time and good booking, be really over with marks. Yes. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Um, 
Yeah, I'd say for, for them, they're, they're really trying to just like get the best of both worlds with it. So mm-hmm. they're trying to like cater to children and have the yeah. the uh, the, mer- the big merchandise sales from the big guys that they keep pushing like Roman Reigns and all that stuff. Uh, but then they also want the adult stuff because they always do like shoot promos and then they'll have like, oh, this is the real stuff and all that stuff. And they have like insider references. And it's like, well, kids won't get that. If they're truly marketing to kids, they wouldn't run angles like that. So I, I, I don't think they exclusively cater to kids I think but. I think realistically they're catering to both they're good at catering to kids they are bad at catering to adults yeah, and that yeah, is that yeah. is simply it they haven't yeah. worked out how to do the formula well yeah exactly yeah um, let's see if we can have uh, in fact we're going to get into the show now and we'll save some more for the outro uh, so let's get on with the show uh, we're going to be talking about this week's episode of NXT where we talk about has a NXT faction war just broken out here's the show where it looks like we might have some faction warfare on our hands mm. so what happened was um, there was a match uh, with Undisputed Era versus Only Lorkin and Danny Birch, and great. it was a great match. And it was Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong from mm-hmm. Undisputed Era, not Bobby Fish. No, nope. um, but uh, yeah, it was a really great match. So Which many chops. Kyle. It was it was uh, strong, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. like it. Um, yeah, I think uh, Kyle O'Reilly started bleeding from the chest because Only Lorkin chopped him so oh hard. Oh my god, that opening segment where it's like oh. Kyle O'Reilly doing all these technical moves and trying to like <laughs> chop him down, and Only Lorkin's just like slap you. Just keep slapping. You. I'll slap you all day, Kyle. It was fantastic. At one point, Kyle O'Reilly did the wacky line, one mm. of Dean Ambrose's moves. Cool. Could have called it. WWE shoots on AEW. Yeah, that we should have done. Yeah, definitely should have. Kyle O'Reilly um, to AEW confirmed. There, there were some really cool combos. We're saying that this is a great match. Of course it was a great match. Um, but the, the the main focus, the storytelling point of this was towards the end of the match, there was a quadruple down, I think, in the ring or something similar. And Jackson Riker from the Forgotten Sons came out from the back, started making his way down the ring. Various officials and referees mm-hmm. tried to stop him. He started just like choke slamming people and kicking them and all sorts of stuff. He chucked one guy up the ramp who just decided he just decided on his own to take a hell of a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, he like pushed him up the ramp and the guy's like, I'm going to do a flip. I will do a flip now. <laughs> just started diving. Um, and then from that distraction, Danny Birch then rolled up Kyle O'Reilly. It was Kyle O'Reilly. So Kyle he, O'Reilly. He, he pushes Strong in the back right mm-hmm. through the ropes, like yes. forces him out of the ring and then rolls up O'Reilly and mm-hmm. gets the one, two, three, and then they, they leg it, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so then Jackson Riker doesn't really do much else after that. He's just kind of standing there going, I'm, I'm, I'm big. And then Robbie Brookside comes out, which is great to see. Uh, who tells him to to go away? Hey, calm down, <laughs> calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. Jackson, get in the back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, it then begs the question because Undisputed Era were very annoyed mm-hmm. at this, and they were p- directing their anger not at Birch and Lockin, but at Jackson Riker, who yes. caused the distraction. Um, which begs the question: Then, are we getting a Forgotten Sons versus Undisputed Era feud? And what does that mean for both factions? So, this is something that Luke and I posited prior to Takeover Twenty Five, in which we were <laughs> betting the farm on Undisputed Era in general to be like they're going to win everything. <laughs> yeah. They didn't, uh, but we thought that would have been a quite a cool how to come out of Takeover was to put Undisputed Era into a faction war for sort of control of NXT with Forgotten Sons because one. I think it's kind of got a couple of things that it can do for both factions. 
One, it can be a soft face turn for the Undisputed Era by putting them two heel groups into a war. You definitely have the Forgotten Sons be the more sort of barbaric, meaner, dirtier faction in this. Mm-hmm. An Undisputed Era, by not cheating as much, can appear to be faces. I think. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think it's probably the smartest thing to do with them because I'm not saying like turn them ba- like proper like Johnny Gargano sweet as pie baby face yeah. but turning them more into like a proper like good faction that are still cool, kind of cool tweeners when they want to be mm-hmm. you, they're so over that I think you have to do that with them at some point because they're not going to work as a heel act because people keep cheering them <laughs> when they should be booing them exactly yeah like the, the beginning of Gargano and Cole's match at TakeOver Everyone was cheering Cole mm, and booing yeah. Johnny, and yeah. it was like, "This is not what the, this is not like what the the show is saying." Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is just what you think <laughs> yeah, because exactly. you like Adam Cole. Yeah, uh, I think that the closest thing that this reminds me of <coughs> is the uh, Shield versus the Wyatt family yeah. feud from 2013, 14, one of those, um, 14. and fourteen, and they were both heel mm-hmm. factions, uh, but one was slightly cooler than the other, being the Shield. Uh, they were and then all you had black. The, the, the slightly more bar- Hawaiian shirts weren't as in there. <laughs> you had the cool faction, and you had the more barbaric faction, mm-hmm. kind of exactly the same yes. as what's going on here. And then they turned the shield sort of babyface for that feud, but they didn't turn them full babyfaces until a few months later when they were feuding with Evolution. I think mm-hmm. it was, or that might have been the year after. I forget, but I think it was. It was a short time after that they turned them full babyfaces. Um, so I think. This should be reminiscent of that. This shouldn't be a full face turn for Undisputed Era. This should be a slow burn, and mm. they're more babyface than the Forgotten Sons. Yeah. And then after that, they could maybe begin a slow face turn built built off the momentum from uh, beating the Forgotten Sons. Ideally, yeah. out of this feud. Well, I, I don't know if I don't know if they will beat the Forgotten Sons. I feel like the Forgotten Sons are the ones getting the push. It's like true. the Forgotten Sons were the ones that coasted into the finals of the Dusty Classic and lost to Ricochet and Alistair Black because mm. they were having their like finale match basically. So they had to be they had to win that to go into mm-hmm. having like we had to have them on this show as their last thing. Um but the Forgotten Sons won that. They've sort of steamrolled most of the competition and they were kind of the the primary antagonists in the ladder match at NXT TakeOver 25 yeah. for the tag team titles. Like, Jackson Riker coming out, like, he decimated everyone yep. in that match. And it took every single other member of every other team in that match to put him down. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even put him down properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was true. still crawling away, like, yeah. ah, fine. Yeah. I'll be up in a minute. Yeah. And the other thing to consider as well is that Undisputed Era has four members and mm-hmm. Forgotten Sons have three. However, one of those members is the NXT champion. Yep. So is it going to be a three versus three feud while Cole has a separate feud with yep. someone else? Is he going to start, not necessarily start to split from them, but is he going to be a little bit separated in that sense yes. while he has an NXT championship feud and the other three can have the faction war? Or how injured is Bobby sons. Fish, do we know? Yeah, so exactly. I guess that's the other. That's also a thing because then it could just be... It could just be three on three. The, the three on three. But then oh. that... Secret member of the Forgotten Sun. It's Bubba Ray Dudley. Uh, <laughs> it's always Bubba it's Ray Dudley. Ray. It's aces and eights all over again. Lance Storm. Yeah, um, let's not go into that one, Randy. Touchy subject. Um, Piss off. <laughs> jackass. Um, yeah, so I, I, I would say either 
Cole has his own separate feud, mm-hmm. and if Bobby's not too injured, then he can have the yes, the three v three. Or if or if Bobby is injured, he has to have some time off. Does that then mean it's going to be Jackson Riker versus Adam Cole for the NXT Championship? I don't mind it. No, it's a good first test of uh, Adam that, Cole. Like, and if yeah, they if they, that's true. if they want to push him to the moon, then mm-hmm. going over Jackson Riker is a very good thing to do because I don't think he's a character that people really buy into too heavily mm. um, in terms of like sheer popularity people wouldn't want to see him victorious absolutely but they want to see him beaten yeah. and he's an impressive specimen to beat he is yeah he's I think, a big man <laughs> in a, but in that same way that like the filler feud for Alistair Black when he won the NXT championship was with Lars yep because sometimes you have to sort of stall stuff you don't you don't want to just go straight into the feud with Matt Riddle Exactly. That we all think is coming, right? Yeah, absolutely. Adam Cole can't just drop this belt on his first defense. Mm-hmm. So we need to have some stuff in place for him to do. Jackson Reich is a great shout. Yeah. It'd be weird, though, if he got the NXT championship shot, to my mind, though, because they keep calling him the henchman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they keep, like I felt like he was the leader. Exactly. And I was. Yeah. I, when they started calling him the henchman of the Forgotten Sons, I was like, oh, so he's like a... So who's the brains, then? He's like a weird pet thing that they're keeping. <laughs> like, it's like they've hired oh. him. He's not, yeah. I thought he was like the big brains of the organization and the brawn yeah. and he just had a couple of lackeys that also kind yeah, of helped along. Yeah, I thought he was like ruling by physical yeah. attributes exactly, and power yeah. and then it turns out, no. It, it's just, it, unless it's just a stupid it's nickname Wesley that Blake. they give him. Like, unless it is literally Jackson the Henchman oh, Riker sake, which I would be not. Awful. He is a hench man, but like, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's proper but Judy. But still, that would not be that would not be great. Um, also, it was nice to see Birch and Lorcan get a win. Yes, I like that. I like no, what I like about Birch and Lorcan. My note for this match was they did the hot tag spot where one of them comes in and runs wild, mm-hmm. and they pretty much all Birch and Lorcan tag matches work around that that exact hot tag spot. Yeah. But the interesting thing is, it doesn't matter which one of them gets it because they're yeah, both. Yeah, that's true. They both come in and are just fantastic off a hot tag. Like yeah. they they both just go absolutely ballistic mm-hmm. with stuff. Yeah. And it was uh, Birch this time who came in throughout a load of hard as nails punches and then yeah. a headbutt. It's so good. His punches <laughs> look amazing. Yeah, he's great. He was the one that actually rolled up O'Reilly to get the win as well. Yes, so yeah. Birch got the pin. Um, there was a really cool spot in the match just before everything kind of kicked off uh, with all the Jackson Reichert stuff where it was the four of them all kind of struggling to stand up and all four of them were just standing across from each other and then you had like one would attack the one opposite them and then they would come diagonally and attack the other and then the other one would diagonal attack the other one mm. and it was like chop hit kick knee and then it was like just escalated and slightly bigger and bigger and bigger moves and then they all just got taken down i was like oh this is so good i love it it was a really fun um, little move that um uh, O'Reilly and Strong did as well where Strong just gave Birch a chop while he was in a suplex yeah, and then yeah. O'Reilly hits a brain buster yeah it was, it was just like... so good love that combination um, yeah and then uh, and then all the, the, the Jackson Riker stuff kicked off ready to pop the question the jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Before we get out of here, we need to do our shout outs for our $25 and above <laughs> pledge hammers. Uh, starting with, oh, you've got them as well? Good. Yeah, I've got them. We're starting with The Perfect Storm, Noah Trombley. Cheap pops all round. Caught in a Travis Webb. Have a cup of tea, Lee. Awesome. Woo-hoo! I th- on, Lee. I think he's talking to you, Damien Thompson. I think he's talking to you. It's a Simpsons thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It is. Like, I'm, I'm going to do the now. third to last one, by the way, because that's the one I wrote earlier. And it's terrible. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. Uh, the monster among <laughs> so Pat- I just read it. The monster Sorry. among Patreons, Brian Strowman. Nice. Yeah, great name. Woo! Oh, ooh, Stream Slayer. Yeah, very good. The real boss, Matt Robinson. Oh, who just, he just super did it. Jealous. Yeah, he did. Woo! The mountain, Matthew Dennis. Hey, Woo! Pete, yes. you do the next one, so I'll do the one after. Uh, wise man say, Soren Weisner. Yeah. yeah. Wise so, man um, <laughs> Luke normally writes these, but we had a new patron, Joe Ellis. So, uh, so Randy's written this name, so, so blame Randy for this one, because it is so bad. Joe Ellis. So handsome, he makes all the boys Joe Ellis. <laughs> Really works quite well. It's really good. Andy Datsun's former number one he fan. He did actually correct that to say that we should do number one fan now. I'm not just saying that. He did actually say that. Andy Datsun's not number one <laughs> fan, because Andy Datsun has no fans, Tomo. Tomo. And yes. lastly, Pete, take it away. Sean of the Dead Peril. Woo! Huzzah. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you very much for all your support of Patreon, everyone. Susu Super Chats. Yeah. Randy Andy Datsun. We have some Super Chats. Fantabulous. read them out for you now with Tim Arndt Tim starting Arndt. us off with thoughts on Banjo-Kazooie being in Smash already off the wrestling. 
straight away on Good. wrestling. We also called it. Yeah. In our E3 predictions. I'm excited for it. I think it's... Yeah. Um, it's a it's a really good homecoming for Smash. I think it, as Smash is a celebration of uh, Nintendo history throughout all time, anyway, mm-hmm. and to miss what was essentially the most vital part of the N sixty four era, mm. which is everything Rare did yeah. on the N sixty four, and to a lesser degree the SNES, but mostly the N sixty four, like. It was a massive oversight, and it's, it's a shame that that relationship with Microsoft hasn't been there before. But this is the beginning of that. So hopefully, at some point, we might, if we do eventually get a Switch Virtual Console, maybe these games will be on there finally. That would be great. Yeah. I would love to see that. Yeah, I was, I was very excited for Banjo because it was a cool announcement as well. Liked it. Uh, Jobber JJ says, "Is EO just becoming more aggressive or being a heel?" Mm. Um. Well, so I've read I the think... spoilers, and I don't want to... Oh, I haven't read the spoilers. So I've read the spoilers, and I kind of know what's happening with EO. Okay. Uh, Pete, you are at least that. what I think. Yeah, Pete, you say what you're doing. Um, I don't think she's turning heel. I think she's just... Uh, um, I say that. Okay. Mm. So I don't think she's turning heel, but she is displaying a lot of the characteristics that were similar with the gargano champa feud in that Gargano became obsessed with Champa. I yeah. feel like Shirai is now becoming obsessed with Baszler. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk about it more when we talk about their, yeah. their match that they had later on, uh, but that's my initial I think it's probably also just it. stepping up a level of aggression, really. Yeah, is what I think that's, that's mainly what it is, yeah. Any more, Randall? Yes, we have. Yeah, of course. Of course, of course we, we have more. Stop on two. Yeah. James Wakefield says, undisputed clean sweep at TakeOver Toronto. I hope so. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I want it, but... It would be cool. It yeah. would be really cool. I mean, um, th- that was what I was going off my predictions for TakeOver 25, was I had none of the Undisputed Era to win, so then they could all have a clean sweep at TakeOver Toronto. Mm-hmm. Was my That was my long-term booking for my predictions that we I had. Can, we still have eight, um, we have eight, eight weeks from now. Until I'm going to book so for a long gonna, time. Yeah, I'm going to predict the clean sweep until it happens from now on, I think. I'm just yeah. going to keep predicting it. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and Nicola Villegas, Villegas says, Randy... Yeah. Randy, the show is not about you. It should have been me. I never suggested it was about me, Nicola. No. It should have um, been. been me. It should have been me. Uh, I do challenge you to a match at Stomping Grounds. Judas Blacks. Yes. Judas Blacks says Faction Warfare, so Omnichane and Corbin to NXT. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The Omnichane. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. Shane just shows up with Drew McIntyre and Elias. Well, just like, imagine, like, imagine, we're fighting now. Imagine having found out as we have now, that Baron Corbin's mid-card of evil was actually being run by Shane McMahon, mm. which is basically God. what we've discovered now, is yeah. that Shane is in charge of the entire WWE <sighs> mid-card and heels. I hate everything about King Shane of the McMahon. heels. The best heel in the world. King of the heels. That's actually not a terrible, mm. terrible they name. Call, they call him the cobbler because he's the king of the hills. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Like uh, it. Thank you very much, Ed Fries, for your generous donation. Thank you. John DiPietro, Randy Danson's number two fan. Although I think you probably can be number one fan now because Tomo's taken out of his name. Um, <gasps> and his new Patreon the betrayal. name, as you'll see later, yeah. he's not my number one fan. Wow, the betrayal. Uh, Randy, where is the bunny you are going to buy? So uh, several weeks ago, I said that if Tomo did a big super chat, I would buy a bunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, like a live one. Yeah. Like an actual, like a rabbit. Yeah. Or like a Playboy one. Uh, no, you can't buy people anymore, Laurie. Depends on where you are. <laughs> um, 
I'm gonna Have you heard of the onion router? <laughs> I was I haven't bought it yet, but Tomo followed this up with the largest donation we've ever had on Super Chats. I will not, I won't read it out, but it is astounding. Wow, okay. Um send it well, to me. Well, thank you. Just, I don't know where he's getting this from, but just, Yeah, okay. Just, uh, PayPal me. Um, <laughs> but Tomo says, couldn't watch NXT. Luckily, I have you guys to tell me about it. Double smiley face. Oh, oh well, thank you. Thank you for keeping up to date via us. Thank you for keeping Appreciate us it. a company by your, yeah, your yeah, general also that. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Levine says, Buddy Murphy to Forgotten Sons. No. I hope not. Uh, I, so my, my Buddy Murphy theory is that he's going to answer Alistair Black's challenge yeah uh one because they've been doing that on the house show circuit mm-hmm. two because wwe did a tweet saying who will respond to alistair black's challenge and it was like bala and randy and, orton and randy orton and all these people who've actually been pushed and featured on smackdown and then conspicuously buddy murphy, buddy murphy. just on the end so yeah. i hope it is because apparently the matches they've been having on the house show circuit are amazing so. i i want that and also don't want that because i don't want either of them to lose yeah but i wouldn't mind if they just did like this is one thing I wouldn't mind seeing 50-50 booking for. Like Fair if, it's, if it's not going anywhere, like I wouldn't just mind I wouldn't mind just seeing them have a chain of like four great matches and a pay-per-view match. Yeah, that's true. Fine. I also I also don't want Buddy Murphy to join Forgotten Sons because one I don't want him to go back down to NXT because I still want him to have a main roster run first before yeah. they consider him a failed project and send him back down to NXT. And also I don't think he'd fit with Forgotten Sons. I don't think his gimmick I don't think he'd no. work with them. I would like to see him back in NXT eventually though. Oh yeah, uh, of course. I feel yeah. like cuz his him in NXT his NXT days when he was it was Blake and Murphy. Mm-hmm. Like I liked them as a tag team, yeah. but Alexa Bliss was definitely the star of Absolutely. that tag team uh, called Blake and Murphy. Yep. Um, but I'd love to see him go back and have matches with the people who are currently there because yeah. he's incredible. He's outstanding. But he's yeah. like really upped his game since yeah. leaving NXT. Exactly, yeah. And how was it tagging with uh, Buddy Murphy, Laurie? It was uh, one of the highlights of my career, but it was mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss that I was really grateful <laughs> for. Yeah. Uh, Ty Hankey says, I think Randy needs to buy the bunny now as Dustin Pylon says the same. So... I, I, I think I might have to. You've Wrestle got to buy bun. a bunny. I'll have yeah. to check with my landlords, aka parents. Um, yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Why can't I live do. here? Yeah. I suppose I would have to ask Ollie. Ollie's probably allergic to it. No, Ollie's allergic. Ollie's, Ollie's allergic. He's allergic to, to, to everything. It's because he eats all that, all those like herbs, and then. Nuts. I think it's they a lot. It's because Ollie mostly takes supplements, so he's not used to real food animals being on boats. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Hedman says, what do we have to do to get Eric Bugenhagen more TV time? No, that's not his name. His name is Rick Boogs. His name is Rick Boogs. Boogs. Rick Boogs. Uh, I'm assuming he's getting more TV time because he's he's got the name change. I mean, they've all had name changes. There's been like, what, 12? Lame as well. Is it 12 name changes they've done now? Now it just looks like like a YMCA camp register now. Jordan Miles. Isaiah yeah. Scott or whatever it is. <laughs> They're so, so bad. bad. Oh, I feel I, I feel sorry for them. But... Like uh, Lance Storm or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's a shame as well. When, Alexa like, Bliss. Episodes like this week where like Kashida, who walked in the door yeah. four weeks ago, is having like massive push under his name. Mm-hmm. And everyone else has come in and been like, no, you've got to be these names now. Because, no, uh, you, you can't be Shane Strickland anymore. We want to be able to trademark they'll, your name. They'll change him to Marty McKashida or something like that. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> Uh, Jeffrey Doc Brown Pridemore says it's funny listening to Matt Riddle have a go at Goldberg for his knee bar but not at Shane for his choke McMahon privilege 
I'm sure Matt Riddle will get there. I think the... Yeah. Uh, yeah. That Goldberg knee bar was the it, worst. It was really bad. <laughs> but, the Gold- and, uh, the, but the Matt Riddle-Goldberg feud was because Goldberg blocked him on Twitter. Like, he found out that Goldberg had already blocked him on Twitter. Yeah, exactly. So he started laying into him yeah. because Goldberg couldn't see it. Mm. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, and, I mean, Riddle's always had a thing for picking on, you know, the biggest stars. He always wants to debut against Brock Lesnar and retire him, and he wants to take on Goldberg and all these big, beefy yeah, men. I, I, I don't think he wants to take on Shane. No. So... I don't think anyone That's wants that. to take on Shane, no, exactly. but unfortunately, that is all the scripts for. <laughs> That's the lay of the land. Going through the scripts of SmackDown and being like, it just says the word Shane McMahon. <laughs> I hope, <laughs> but you know what doesn't say the word Shane McMahon? The Wrestle Talk magazine, which you can purchase now on wrestletalk.com forward slash Big Cartel. That's not right. I don't Big think Cartel dot Big Cartel dot. Doc- shop.wrestletalk.com <laughs> I think it's linked through the website guys. if you go yeah, on wrestletalk.com click shop you know uh, how to work Google for God's yeah, sake yeah, uh, yeah, we have go. three more for this uh, segment we've yeah. got Jurassic Joey who says Vince McMahon's favourite Batman film is Batman and Robin it wouldn't surprise me mm. it's got his level of comedy in mm. it so yeah and it's got it's got bat nipples Sure, he loves that as well. Mm. Big beefy dudes. I do mm. like bad nipples. Yeah. It's got a Bane and an Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Oh. So, you know. Uh, Jamie Levine says, just to say, I don't want it either. I love Murphy too much for it. He needs a singles run down there. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd love to see a, a, a Buddy Murphy proper NXT singles run. Mm-hmm. Um but I'd like to see him try his hand on the main roster first because you never know. He might be like the next big star out of nowhere. And yeah. I'd like to actually see them try with him first. I think realistically, Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black are going to have a series of matches and it's going to be very similar to Ricochet versus Cesaro. Mm. It's going to be two guys who are really good, having yeah. really great matches yeah. that go nowhere. Yeah. yeah. And he's just not tall enough. Or big. I mean, he's so, he's he's so ripped. So ripped, though. He... I just don't know. He's Australian too. Um, of course, foreign land that one. And then Nicola, who said, who was earlier said that it should have been me, has changed her YouTube handle to Randy Danson, okay. which is unusual. It should have uh, been you. Already took your name. Need to kick your ass now. And take names. Oh, she already took your name. I get it. She did. She took your name, and now oh, she has to kick your ass. Maybe she's booking the show, which, she's by the way, apparently grounds. has had awful ticket sales yes it has which is so unsurprising given that we've already seen the matches in the last two weeks exactly yeah it's li- um, literally there's been six announced matches so far one of which doesn't have one of its competitors in it and the out of the other five four of them are rematches from wrestlemania super showdown or money mm-hmm. in the bank but also if you give something a crap name <laughs> yeah. like you don't want to be like I'm going to a WWE show called Stomping Grounds to your mates like, yeah. you do to tell your non-wrestling fan wrestling. mates like where are you yeah. going yes yeah, like, I'm going to watch the WWE what is it is it like Wrestlemania no no it's um, Stomping, Stomping Grounds, grounds. <laughs> but uh, yes what, so anyway great balls <laughs> yeah great balls of fire, fire. Yeah. yeah that is it for now so you can cool. get on with the rest of the show thank you Randy Datsun so the rest of the show, uh, it kicked off um, with a women's tag team match between Candice LeRae and Io Shirai taking on uh, the two members of the four horsewomen, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir. Mm. Um, Who were awkwardly accompanied to the ring by Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Because this wasn't at Full Sail. This was, a, a, no, this was an Bel-Air. arena in Bel Air, Maryland. Yes. Uh, on Maryland. Um, and so... 
yeah, Baszler just sort of had to awkwardly stand on the ramp for most of the yeah. match. What? And they kept coming back to her. And it's like, we obviously know there's an angle. You're going to yeah. do something like that. This is the dead giveaway here. Mm-hmm. I don't know why she didn't go to ringside. <laughs> she was like, I'm, I, I can't be next to the ring. She, it's yeah. like she was allergic to the ring. She was like, no, can't get too near. Yeah. Got to stay on the ramp. Very, maybe there wasn't enough space or something but, maybe, like, for yeah. the camera crew to sort of move around. But mm-hmm. it was it was a very odd choice to have her still on the ramp. It was. Uh, the match, though, I thought was very good. It was very fun. I actually, I think Duke and Shafir looked much improved, actually, over yeah. what they had before. Exactly, um, yeah. It's the they best I've really, seen them wrestle. They had some really cool moves. Most of the, the most of the match was built around the idea that Io Shirai was going to get the hot tag. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Candice was getting worked over left, right and centre by Duke and Shafir, who did a bunch of clever little twists on submissions and a lot of MMA mm-hmm. stuff. A yeah. uh, bit of judo throwing that got a, round, a Ronda Rousey mention from uh, Mauro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Duke did a really cool... I, I think my favourite bit was Duke just did a bit where she just pushed Candice into the ropes, yeah. like, front on. So if Candice bumps off them on her chest and then she comes back, Duke just kicked her in the, like, shoulders. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> just like... Bop. There you go. Sit Have down. But then um, Eo gets the hot tag. Yeah. And she runs wild. She does. Like, crazy wild. Um, To the point where she, she knocks down Duke and she folds her arm underneath her doing the uh, elbow stomp spot. Mm-hmm. She's basically taking Baszler's spot. And then this, this is why you realize that that's why Baszler was there. So she could go, <gasps> not my elbow thing. Yeah. But she looked, she really sold it really she well. Sold actually, it like, she sold it amazingly. She it incredibly. Like she was like really shocked and actually quite seemingly upset that mm. like Io Shirai was going to break her friend's arm. Exactly. And yeah. then basically did. Yeah. I mean, she, she was holding the title. She like dropped her title, mm-hmm. crouched down and put her hand over her mouth just being like, Oh my god, no! I can't believe you've just done that kind mm-hmm. of thing. She sold it really, really well. Um, I love the uh, the tag psychology that they displayed throughout the match. Like uh, Duke and Shafir, obviously they prevented the Shirai tag mm-hmm. repeatedly on Larray, but it, it gave me a very minor and brief flashbacks to like the revival of how they like split their opponents off consistently every time coming up with new ways to stop them from creating the tag instead mm-hmm. of just like no you will not go now it was like they'd distract Shirai or they'd grab Larray's leg or they'd pull her back in a submission or they'd do something to make sure that Larray yeah, couldn't get always, the tag it wasn't always just them crawling and getting stomped exactly yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. I, I love that kind of tech psychology um, yeah Bezos sold that arm break spot so well uh, and then Afterwards, uh, Shirai, straight after the arm break spot, Shirai goes up to the top and attempts to hit a moonsault onto Duke, who's still down after the arm break spot. But uh, Baszler grabs uh, Duke out of the ring and pulls her out, which for some reason isn't a DQ, but that's fine. Um, and then, uh, but instead, Shirai just turns on the turnbuckle. So instead of moonsaulting into the ring, she just turns on the turnbuckle and just moonsaults onto Baszler, mm-hmm. which is great. Loved and it. then carries on beating her down. And just carries on. It's just. Yep. Straight on, carries on beating her down. Duke and Shafir manage to rally. They try to get involved. But Candice LeRae hits a suicide dive, cutting mm. them off completely. It then just devolves into a brawl. The bell gets rung. They say we're going to wait for official word. Yeah. We didn't get official didn't word get official at any point. Word. We don't know who won or if it was a DQ or Match what. Or whether was it was just, just cool. I think it was just chucked out, basically. Yeah. Um, Too much chaos. Jeffrey couldn't control it. Interestingly, so this is the thing I find interesting about this, was that I thought they were going to go in one, like in a specific direction with this because EO goes off on Baszler. She mm-hmm. chucks her into the crowd. They're like brawling through the stands and then they end up back by like one of the back doors out of the arena, basically mm-hmm. having this brawl. 
Candice is then left facing off against Shafir and Duke on her own. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be like a rift in the friendship alliance kind of thing they were going to tell because Candice would go like, you went too far. You left yeah. me with two of them and I got mm-hmm. beaten up, my arms like damaged or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You could have done something like that. But Candice just seemed to quite handily just deal with Duke and Shafir yeah, on no, her she, own she was until the knife. referee had to come and pull her off. So, like, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. No, she, she was having a whale of a time. Um, yeah, it was very interesting. So I think they just wanted it to be like, instead of a specific angle, I think they just wanted it to be like, there is chaos. Yeah. Everyone is beating everyone. So well, it worked really well because yeah, I think from that point forwards, so from the point where EO gets the hot tag, the crowd went nuts in this arena. Mm. It was, and it was really good to see. It was like, I think this is probably the most positive feedback a women's match has had for a long time in NXT. Yeah. Like people were so into this angle mm-hmm. and everything that happened towards the end, screaming, let them fight, let them fight, as the referees came out. Like, it was really, really good to see. And I think it was a really hot angle to do. Mm -hmm. And built to... So they said later in the show that there's going to be a steel cage match in Mm -hmm. two weeks' time between Io Shirai and Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. Mm, That will be very cool. That'll be great. Uh, Moonsault off the top of a cage. Oh, you know it's happening. Oh, yeah. You know it's happening. A lot of steel cages going around lately. There's one at Money in the Bank. There's one at Stomping Grounds. There's one in NXT in two weeks. A lot of steel cages. I guess they've got some new steel cage merch or something. Three miles of wire. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, that was the uh, the women's tag match. We got a Velveteen Dream cell phone promo next. Mm-hmm. Um, After a brief recap of Breeze versus yes. Dream at TakeOver yeah. 25. Breeze versus Dream recap. Another fab match um, to watch. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, Dream cuts a, a cell phone promo. It's a very short one. Uh, just made some more penis jokes, basically. It's beautiful. It's solid. And it can go forever. Yep. No silly. I'm not talking about the title. Ooh. Ooh. Don't we know what like you're talking dream. about, Dream. Your penis. Your penis. And then he just says, uh, what was the next thing he Ready said? For the Ready next for the next experience. experience. Dream, Dream on. on. And then it just ends. Yeah, yeah, it was a cool promo. Doesn't yeah, like it. do anything. Doesn't really further anything, but just reminds yep. you he's there. He, he is, exists. He is North American yep. champion. Fill um, some time. Yeah. And uh, I'm curious to see who his next opponent is going to be, I guess, because I doubt it's going to be Breeze. No. Um, then we got the rematch between Kushida and Drew Gulak, but this time in a submission match this because cool. after their previous encounter on NXT, Gulak got rolled up by Kushida, um, a, a surprise roll up, and then he called Kushida a coward for not making him submit. And he was like, that was a cheap victory, yada, 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 which is why they're having their rematch and this time in a submission match. I this mean, was fun. Can we just touch on the fact that like, I know it's a very simple idea to go, okay, well, we, did a, we did the first match and you won this way. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing the rematch and it's a submission match. Yeah. Why doesn't the main roster ever do this with rematches? Why is it always just a, like why is every week the same matches but for no there's no logical reason to even ask for a rematch if you're like yeah you know beyond going oh I'm cross that I lost the first one so I want a second one to see if I can even it up mm-hmm. but like if you're just going to keep doing the same matches all the time yeah. make it a story reason yeah this story works yeah. Drew Gulak is the submission special sub, I can't talk submission, submission specialist, specialist and he wanted Kushida to Submit him. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, he was glutton for it. He was asking for it. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, he wanted to be like, look, who's the best mat wrestler here? Not who's the best at doing their finishing move. Yeah, exactly. Of which Drew Gulak, I don't think, has one properly. So. Ooh, I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe. Gulak only. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, it just makes sound logical mm-hmm. sense. Although, I was going to make a point just being like, oh, yeah, they got 
Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins in a rematch from Super Showdown, which has no storyline reason to it. And then I realized that the match is going to have a special guest referee, which totally plays into the finish of Super Showdown when the referee, quote unquote, screwed Corbin, which is actually a solid reason to have a special guest ref. Mm. So maybe they do do it more than we and give them credit for. And it's going to be Shane. Or oh, Brock. it's going to be Shane. Or it's going to be Brock. It's going to be Shane. Shane's not booked in for a match. It's totally going to be Shane. God, I hate everything. The special guest referee for Baron versus Seth at stomping grounds because Shane's not booked for a match. I think he'll just be in Drew's corner. And that. also be the ref because we can never have too much Shane. Who else could it be? Um, Sammy Zane. once, Shane on me. Fool uh, me twice. Still Shane on me. Still Shane on me. <sighs> anyway. Anywho. Kushida versus Gulak was really good. It was very, very fun. Love the mat wrestling sequence at the start where they're both just trying to like feel each other out and Kushida's just like they're both just rolling each other around and yeah, it was really good. Like, and Kushida got him in sort of like an arm lock thing, mm-hmm. like across the top, and uh, yeah, Gulak kept trying to like roll out of it. And Kushida just kept cartwheeling with him. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. It was really good. Uh, he had a, a spot where he uh, Gulak just kind of got in like a defensive position, just kind of uh, crouching on the floor, just kind of hands over his head. Kushida was just like spinning around on top of him, and then Mauro Ronaldo just says, "Kushida like a fidget spinner." Yeah. On Gulak. <laughs> like, remember when those were a thing? My God. Um, yeah, it was just Kushida, some... like a Vuvuzela <laughs> on Gulak. Making so much noise. Um, yeah, it was just some really lovely, lovely submissions mm-hmm. all around. It was so unique. There's so many different variations of things that they did and counters into various different variations on submissions. It was just mm. so fun to watch. Just these guys almost create new stuff. Obviously, they're not creating everything they're doing but it looks like it from a viewer where they're just like well i'm here i'm gonna go into this thing instead mm. of being like i'm gonna do this move that you all know what i'm doing it's like i'm gonna do something completely different that you've never seen i'm gonna put in it in this way i'm gonna hold this arm this way and i'm gonna pull yeah. this leg this way it's like oh it's so cool i love it it was a very clever technical showcase i think of like what can be achieved through submission based wrestling without mm. really doing like very long submission spots either because like yeah. most like most wrestling matches i think main roster WWE specifically, when someone locks in a submission, if it's their finisher, it's an immediate tap. Mm-hmm. Or it's a really long, drawn out, will they get to the ropes, will they, won't they? This yeah. was all, like everything else that you could do with submissions beyond just holding it for 15 seconds while yeah. someone tries to get to the ropes. It was, it was just everything else. Yeah. And it was an amazing little match. Yeah. Well and, worth watching. And like everything made sense as well. <clears throat> it wasn't just like... They're in a submission match, so they're putting submissions on. It was like he's trying to weaken this part for like yep. the hoverboard lock, or he's like, yeah, absolutely. And when they did their offense that wasn't submissions, it was like Kushida was kicking the arm of Gulak that he was going to put the hoverboard lock on later. It was all stuff that made sense mm-hmm. for the match, which I absolutely loved because that's something that I think the main roster can be guilty of if they have a certain stipulation. They'll just do a normal wrestling match and ignore the stipulation until like the last like two minutes. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh yeah, and then they'll do this thing for the stipulation. But this w- had solid logic throughout the whole match mm-hmm. of a submission match and weakening the opponent yep. in order to get that submission on. And I absolutely loved it. Um, I, there was one spot I really loved where Kushida just had the arm of Gulak and was just twisting it and twisting it and doing like little twirls around him and twisting it some more and then Gulak was just like, I've had enough of this and just scoops him up and just does a massive oh, slam on it. a reverse power a reverse slam. Power slam. It, was, it looked so, so brutal. So like, cool. Kushida was exactly like the right size for that as well. Mm. He just... He looked tiny compared to yeah. Gulak when Gulak did that and then Gulak just carried on <laughs> hitting him with these slams but it just like... It, 
it wasn't a wrestling move because it wasn't <laughs> so like good. there was no Kushida pushing off like Drew's leg or whatever to no. help him get the height or support him or anything. He was just getting picked up and dumped on his face. <laughs> it was so good. It was just like you know, stop twisting my arm. <laughs> it was just, it was get just, <laughs> he just got frustrated and he hit a, re- a, a awful looking gory special when he got Kushida on his back, grabbed his arms and just like twisted his mm. arms back. Kushida's arms were behind him. I was like, oh, it looks so nasty. His shoulders, yep. his shoulders were nearly touching there with that and far back. And then he just back. flopped him down into a pin. Yeah. Oh, it was so it was good. Really fun. So um, fun. The end came as Kushida sort of spun through a sort of tilt-a-whirl move into the hoverboard lock and mm-hmm. drew tapped immediately yep but then uh drew came over to berate him kushida got the audience to pop and clap for gulak mm-hmm. and offered his hand out drew knocks it away and gets right in kushida's face thinking okay this is whatever but this More is gulak. no this is just the way yeah the philadelphia stretcher gets, <laughs> yeah. tells people he likes them mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and then he offered the handshake mutual sign of respect yep very nice match and then gulak goes back to 205 life probably i mean again a great use of uh, a perfect talent to compliment Kushida. Great way to bring him down. Great way to have two good exhibition matches and get two solid matches under Kushida's belt as well. Absolutely. Build him up. And for the the NXT fans that haven't heard of Kushida before he joins, now they know who he is. Mm-hmm. Now they know what he can do. He's a submission specialist who can do a lot of technical wrestling and he can do some flippy stuff as well. Yeah. Now you know who Kushida is. Done. Two matches is all you need. It's great stuff. Um, the only other thing uh, before we end it off was a... Uh, cell phone promo with Aaliyah and Vanessa Bourne. Stars. Yeah. This is awkward because they were saying they were so they they were basically saying that Mia Yim can't read was I think the the thrust (laughs) of their point was that Mia Yim is uh, she dresses trashily Mm -hmm. she doesn't act like a champion yep she can't read yeah she can't speak good however Aaliyah opens this promo saying after a long and hard days of work, <laughs> we are finally going home. <laughs> so maybe she, should have been reading the, maybe she should have been reading the grammar for maybe dummies. She, yeah, I was going to say, she definitely should have read that grammar for dummies. Um, yeah, they basically just say, they, they start the promo mm. with basically no reason for having the promo to start with. Yeah. And then as an aside, during it, Vanessa Bond's just like, oh, by the way, did you hear that Mia Yim says she's next in line for a title shot? And Aaliyah's just like, what? I'm more deserving of a title shot. You're more deserving of a title shot. And then uh, Vanessa Bourne just so happens to have three books that she's purchased for Mia Yim, which was Grammar for Dummies, uh, the Fashion Bible, and like an English learning book because, as you said, Mia Yim doesn't speak English properly. She doesn't dress like a champion. All the normal stuff. She talks street. She talks street. She's the head baddie in charge. Like me. Didn't you know? Yes, exactly Mm. like you. Um, Are you Mia Yim? N- no. Are you sure? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I assume it's going to be a Mia Yim versus Aaliyah slash Vanessa Bourne feud. Well, yeah, I think it's... Can't uh, wait for that. Yeah, to build up to whatever's going on. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're stalling for time while they finish off the Shirai Baszler yeah. shenanigans and then they'll elevate Yim up. Well, yeah, Yim is, the... Yim is entirely... Like, Yim has a win over Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. like... At a takeover event, event at least, yeah. you know. So we're, I think she's definitely on the cusp of being pushed into that main roster sort of spotlight. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah. the, the main championship picture. Mm-hmm. But 
we've got a lot going on currently, clearly. So exactly, kind of have to wait and see. Yeah, it's just a holding pattern for now. Mm-hmm. And I think she's going to have a brief mini feud with them. She'll dominate both of them, maybe in like five minute matches, yep. tops. And one match of Born, one match of Aaliyah. Yeah, handicap match against both. She yep. wins all of them. Yeah, I mean, if they're doing the steel cage match in two weeks with. Shirai and Baszler, that might be the culmination of their feud in this mm-hmm. steel cage match. So then after that, whatever happens with that, Yim can get elevated up yes, after that exactly, steel cage yeah, match yeah. in two weeks. And then hopefully they can start something new and fresh and awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, it was just the, the main event of the Undisputed Era and Lorcan and Birch, which we've already talked about. Mm. So that was NXT. Randy Andy Danson. very good show, I think. Yeah, it was a very fun show. And I'm excited for two weeks for the steel cage match. And I'm excited for next week. Um, because it's back to full sale mm-hmm. and they announced that Adam Cole's going to be on the show yeah I don't know where, where have you been Adam Cole yeah where have you been it's almost the show's a taped or something Randy that's some super chats yes we do have some uh, but where did we get that to last time uh-uh. we've got to Dave H who says Dave the Aussie experience here a conspiracy the Roy I said it on Patreon. I think Tomo is buying WrestleTalk, then he replacing you, Randy, and Ollie. Okay. I, could be. I can dig it. Just Tomo on his own, just sitting in the middle there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. He's just, uh, if, he, if he pays us he to not work, to that's he's, fine. He's uh, upped his uh, Patreon donation as well, so thank you very really? much, Tomo. You are being wow. far too kind. That's insane. Thank uh, you. Clifford Miller continues with, I was at NXT show. Best match for me was Kushida versus Drew, mm-hmm. uh, Keith Lee versus Punishment Martinez mm-hmm. was amazing before the show started to hashtag Chopper is Silent Bob. I have I have <laughs> been told that, yes. I'm yeah, Silent Bob, little, but with little, no hair. Um, yeah. Rocky Balboa says, dead giveaway, Laurie. Dead giveaway, Laurie. Dead giveaway, Laurie. Dead giveaway, Laurie. Dead giveaway. Yeah, dead giveaway, mate. Dead giveaway. Is that, <laughs> is that anything? Is that a thing? It might I be, but we, we did talk about Songify things this oh. week, and that is one of their songs. Um, but then he asks, uh, how we've been? Uh, I've been very well. Uh, I've been to the gym this morning, so I'm feeling yeah. pretty, pretty ripped. Pretty worked this, out. I'll have to wear a baggy shirt, because otherwise I'm going to burst You're just going to burst it. Yeah, it makes mm. total sense, mate. Andy is not filling out that child shirt he's bought. <laughs> no, not yet, anyway. Gap kids. Yeah. Um, I'm doing okay. Very, very tired today, but other than that, I'm all right. Yeah, life that's of Luke. You doing. are Luke now. I'm and Luke, yeah. I'm hungover. Yeah, that's Laurie's <laughs> so, story. Yeah. Um, Matthew Robinson, thank you very much for your donation. Uh, M.A. Campbell says, thoughts on the finish of the main event on 205 Live? It's very interesting, actually. Have you seen it? No. Do you know about it? <laughs> no, what is it? That's unfortunate. I have so it was, seen it. So it was it. a fatal four-way mm-hmm. uh, between uh, Akira Tozawa, Oni Larkin, Drew Gulak and Umberto Carillo Umberto. Uh, for number one contendership for Tony Nese. Uh, and I Tony Nese was the crew. <laughs> I know. Uh, and Akira Tozawa and Drew Gulak both got a pin at the same time. Ooh. Yes. So it looks like it might lead into either a number one contendership match between the two of them or a triple threat at mm-hmm. uh, Stomping Grounds pre-show, probably. I do like, like 205 whenever I hear about it or yeah. actually bother to watch it. It is actually mm-hmm. a very good show. And I heard that the match was very good. And the mm-hmm. fans really got into it as yeah, well. Yeah, apparently for... the fans actually cared about this match. Mental. I know, yeah. Crazy. Uh, Matthew Robinson adds to his earlier... Sad watching people go out there and kill themselves for, like, nothing. Yeah, I know. No, for yeah. zero reaction. Mm. Yeah, did you see... Um, what's his face? Uh, Mike Kanellis mm. said... 
Uh, no, WWE doesn't care, but everyone on the on the two hundred five live roster cares a hell of a lot. So yeah. that's why it's so absolutely. Good. Um, so yes, Matthew Robinson follows up his earlier donation with Io Shirai has proven she is ready to hold the championship. Love you guys doing the NXT reviews. Yeah, she definitely has. I mean, I thought she was going to win at TakeOver 25, so I was mm. super ready for her to hold the championship. So, I yeah. think they just wanted to do it. I think that what they're trying to do is differentiate it from Kairi Sane. Yeah, I think realistically, okay. like, cutesy Japanese character beats Shayna Baszler mm-hmm. after getting beaten down. So, like, that's why they've gone for vicious Io Shirai now to be mm-hmm. like, when she does win, it won't seem so similar. Yeah. To the last person who beat Shayna Baszler. Yeah, that's fair. I can dig it. The only reason I didn't see her winning at uh, the NXT Take 25 yeah. uh, was because I just feel like she's going to win it at Toronto because it's going to be. Oh, I mean, she's she's bigger, fighting her in two, and that means she's Shana fighting her in two weeks after SummerSlam. She's fighting her in two weeks in a steel yeah, cage on regular old NXT TV. Um, but so anyway, whether she actually has a title finish. shot at Toronto is yet to be seen. Yeah, I got that prediction right. And if you want to do other predictions, oh, here we go. You can join our wrestle league. Look at the camera, mate. Uh, on. Uh, Patreon, uh, $5 and above backers can join. Uh, it is a prediction kind of warfare between us here and everyone in the Patreon um, sort of universe. Um, if and you yeah, win. Pledge hammers. Join that. If you win, you get a little trophy that uh, Laurie has shown. That is his at the moment. This is mine. Uh, it doesn't, yeah. prob- might not be his for much longer, but it definitely won't be Depending. Luke's. Uh, because Luke it might still is be currently no Luke and Simon now in joint last, so Simon oh. has really dropped off, Mr. Wow. Hyman. Um, I mean, there's still like 17 million shows yeah, between now and SummerSlam. So. I am, yeah. I'm I am, falling down. I'm quite close to Luke, and I don't like it. Inexplicably, I am top, but and people are like, oh, you say, you say inexplicably. Cheating. There's I a very easy explanation. All of my predictions to Ollie before the mm-hmm. pay per view starts. Mm-hmm. Nonsense. Mm-hmm. So sure, mate. Yeah, but he doesn't look at I it. I believe you. And also, if it's a Google Doc, you can change it when he's not looking. He it's would true. know. He wouldn't know. He wouldn't know. No, I sent it to him on Discord. Because... He would see if my message was edited. But then he also wouldn't care because oh, he, would. he wouldn't check. He wouldn't thoroughly read your message and memorize your picks yeah, before the event started. I don't think he's checked. He can check yeah. afterwards. He, you can check all of them. Anyway, anyway. got off topic. Seymour Mendes says, uh, seeing as WWE are incapable of doing so, can you guys come up with a good pay-per-view name? By the way, you're doing great, Chopper. That thing. Rad. Uh, so yeah, so Radical. come up with a better a, pay-per-view a, name. A better pay-per-view oh. name than Stomping Grounds. I was going to say something, but then I realized it was a takeover name. I thought like they've got time, so many so. other names. of They've got all these old names of pay-per-views. Just resurrect one. Like King Insurrection? Of, King, <laughs> King of the Ring. King of the Ring <laughs> is always a good one. Uh, I was Bad gonna say, blood. I was going to say, just stuff like one word, like cool words, like unbreakable. Fine. Mm. Can totally dig it. Unforgiven. I totally just, dig it. I just typed, I just did a two-word random gen- name generator. Here we go. Uh, pincer dice. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see it, honestly. <laughs> I could see it. WWE pincer dice. dice. It's like double yeah. or nothing, but for... <laughs> WWE razor's edge. <laughs> I could even... T- that's actually yeah. not bad. WWE cannonball. <laughs> WWE walk the plank. WWE hamster scrote. <laughs> um, that is good. Uh, Jobber JJ, <laughs> who has changed his name to Jobber JJ... Ollie Davis, number one fan. Oh, okay. uh, and Ollie has actually hijacked the chat. Uh, I think he was 
probably ch- ch- popping in to check in if we'd had any spammers, which we have not had. I think it looks like I've fixed that, so that is very nice very to good. see. Uh, but he says, to Wrestle Talk, I'm sorry. And the reason for that is because a few weeks ago, he said Shane McMahon will be the next WWE champion as a joke. Oh, no. And there is now a rumor that that's actually going to happen. I know. I've heard it, and it's, good. it's awful. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to happen. I'm so scared. Mm. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. I, will, I, think I will hate hilarious. my life. If I have to review shows... I probably won't at this point because Luke will be back. But if I have to even hear about or watch shows where Shane McMahon is the WWE champion, I'm going to hate my life. Brilliant. I hate you. I love it. You're you're the problem. Anarchy. (laughs) You don't have to. Anarchy. Anarchy. WWE Anarchy. Great name for a paper. Great name. Um, WWE Insanity. Danny, your boy DeVito says, do British people actually say, hello, governor? No. Yeah, no. every day. Oh, okay. That's only, how I wake only, up. Only Tracy. And we also do not talk in uh, new, uh, Australian accent, which a lot of Americans seem to think we do. Yeah. Um, it's not all the same voice. Apparently not, no. Yeah. And yeah, no, no one really says that ever. Only the most cockney of cockneys would say like, all right. All right. <laughs> and it's usually to all like right, uh, the barman in their local pub. Yeah. And that's Or if it. they go back about 70 years in time. You might yeah, yeah that's it. People actually had governors. That would, yeah. Yeah, 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 that would have been. No one it. has governors anymore. So. Uh, Matthew, or if you're Samwise Gamgee from Lord of the Rings. No, it's Gaffer. Oh, I'm an idiot. Uh, you suck. Matthew Robinson says, I do actually think Vanessa Bourne has the talent to face Mia Yim and be in the woman's title contention. Uh, she does need to ditch Aaliyah, though. I love you guys. Yeah, put Aaliyah back in the closet. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I I actually do think Vanessa Bourne's pretty good, but it's just a bit random that they're always it, it's it's just a bit it's more that it signals wasting me a yim for a bit now. Yeah. Is I think more how I feel about it. It's like seeing them pop up and be like, Mia Yim and you're like, Oh no, not yeah. this. Yeah. I mean I I've never really get into the rich person. I dress well gimmick that people have. Like, mm. I'm so classy, yeah, and Evans. you're not, yada, yada. Lacey Evans is a Lacey good one. A very, Lacey very Lacey. rarely does it work. Tie the Breeze made it work amazingly because that was more comedic in that yeah. delivery, and that worked so well. It was partly a put down on him as well. Like, you know, it's, yeah. he's, he is set to appear stupid exactly by yeah. being like this exactly but it's he's basically Zoolander yeah. that's essentially his gimmick that I can get into but when it's like Vanessa Bourne just being like you're trash and I'm so classy it's like Ugh. Mm-hmm. so I think she's good she just needs a different gimmick maybe yeah. I don't know Phil Christian says been catching up with NXT at NXT UK on my week off I've missed wrestling on my wrestling shows mm, me too Do that god after watching Raw and Smackdown this week NXT mm. was so much better my god the difference between the, the two is absurd. I think I've probably what I've just I've only watched NXT this week, and I think I've mm. actually seen all the wrestling that WWE put out. Yeah, about that. Uh, Caleb Maldonado says Chopper Pete versus El Fakador. Book it, Vince. Do like a UFC stare down. I mean, I mean, there's only one winner of that match, and spoilers, it's not me. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> you're sitting in quite a good position for someone to Photoshop like like a tail of the tape. If anyone can do that. Uh, Photoshop at, a tail with Twitter. us sitting right here right now. Yeah. Pete's height is Looking five tired. foot two. Five foot six. And his reach is twenty centimeters. Yep. Um, sounds about right. 
Tim Arndt says, nothing but thank you. It's also the exact size of Andy's shirt. Very much for your (laughs) donation, as to you, Darius Ross. Uh, Tomo's back in to say, guess what, Laurie and Pete? I've upped my Patreon to $50. Thank you so much, Tomo. Thanks, Tomo. Uh, Thank you, Tomo. he's matched that with uh, an identical uh, donation. Oh, my Um, God. You're insane. Zach Lindner says, would you rather see Undisputed Era botched on main or relegated to 205 Live? Uh... Just leave WWE if either of those things are going to happen. <laughs> Two, yeah. uh, 205 is what I'd prefer because I would physically hurt inside and I probably will to see Undisputed Era get ruined because mm. I know what they can do. At least on 205, they're probably still going to have good matches. Even if no one watches them, at least they're not completely ruined. Yeah, I I kind of agree with that. I think it's at least they'll get to wrestle properly then. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Thomas Lagden says what happened to Beth I only just remembered she was part of the commentary team was she even there I don't think she was I think there was only two people there mm-hmm. this I think it was time Mara and Nigel. Pete didn't even realise I had no idea no Beth Phoenix I didn't yeah. even think about it um, to be so fair I, I didn't really notice I was just listening to yeah yeah I, w- I wasn't really paying too perhaps much attention perhaps she just to the uh, so. missed maybe she was busy yeah, I should have yeah, yeah, thought about that really because she, she wasn't just cutting across what Nigel and Mara yeah, were saying it's true um, Matthew Robinson says El Fagador you are my hero I love how both of you guys balance Luke and Ollie El Fagador for life also love you guys on Stream Stalker uh, yeah Chopper no mention of me on there but whatever it's fine thank you thank you very much appreciate your support. I am life <laughs> Whoa. Uh, there's someone saying that you are uh, earlier not a super chat but saying how handsome you both are and also they love your tattoos uh, Laurie not yours Peter sorry Thank you. That's another good one. Mm. Sorry, Pete. Ridiculous. Uh, Dominic Campbell says, WWE, Spice Rack, really them, Dark Mark. God, you guys. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a Dark Mark from Harry Potter. You're like Beth Fiend. Oh, Harry oh, Potter. Well. Uh, yeah, I know. Who likes that? Only Harry, nerds, right? There's yeah, <laughs> two Harry Potter tattoos in this room. I know. Mm. Um, it's too much. Disgusting. Dominic Campbell comes in with a suggestion for a... Uh, pay-per-view name uh, WWE Spice Rack Special <laughs> Spice Rack yeah. WWE Cinnamon sp- Challenge <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zachary, WWE Ice Bucket Zachary Marsh says why aren't you guys big fans of NXT UK we're not, not that's not when, Wait, when, have, when have we ever said that that we're not big fans of NXT UK I think it's more that oh, we, we don't yeah, Luke says it all the time to be yeah, fair it's more that we don't watch it religiously yeah. I think Yeah. It, it, it's just basically because WWE don't really care about it because they made it for cynical reasons, as mm. Luke often says. Um, so there's just not that much effort put into it. I'm sure the wrestling on it is the actual, fine. The wrestling on it is great, yeah. uh, admittedly. And I like the angles. Um, I just think it's lacking the gloss of the rest of WWE. And yeah. the production feels a bit flatter. and it, So it's yeah. not actually as enjoyable to watch. Exactly. And yeah. when you're already watching a lot of WWE content, something has to fall by the wayside. That's the main thing. Yeah, There's already too much that we watch anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, there are not enough hours in the week to watch everything that wrestling that Correct. WWE puts And I don't just want to watch wrestling. wrestling. We have to play games and do movies. Now. I was going to say, yes. Yeah. And, and also, <laughs> I do want to have a life. Also, there are other things that I enjoy. Yes. So I want to do those as well at some point. Mm. Um, Danny <laughs> Danny your boy DeVito suggests NXT UK takeover hello governor <laughs> hello governor yeah uh, that'd be great yeah. I'd be so into that NXT UK takeover crumpets and tea <laughs> 
Dave H says crumpets NXT, and tea. NXT crumpets takeover and tea. are bastards. Crumpets and tea. That's not a thing. Like no, that, separately that, those that, are things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like oh, goes English having crumpets and tea. Afternoon tea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, NXT UK TakeOver, fish and chips. How about that one? There we go. That's all we eat. Uh, Dave H says, what about WWE pay-per-view, the Omni-Shane? I was thinking of just a Shane O'Mac. Just a Shane Gauntlet match for like nine people in a row. Pete looks happy. And finally, Matthew Robinson says... Matt the that bit from Game of Thrones where Cersei has to walk through the town. (laughs) They're saying shame. They're saying shame. 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 You guys guys are the worst. You keep cutting across. I know. Last up is Matthew Robinson who's... Oh, no, it's not. Jobber JJ's just jumped in. Um... To say, uh, Matthew Robinson says, Matt the Real Boss Robinson, I am the last super chat. I'm afraid you're not. No. Unfortunately, you are no. the penultimate you should never super do chat. The Is it last being the one. last super chat like being the first at YouTube? Yeah, you get yeah. a cookie, yeah. don't you, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, JJ says, uh, WWE pay per view, balls on the edge. <laughs> balls <laughs> on the edge. Razor's balls. <laughs> WWE balls in a vice. Mm. Shane's balls. <laughs> or the balls that Triple H has to recover from Stephanie's the purse. Stephanie's purse, yeah. So we've got some more emails. Uh, we're going to go with this one because it has an interesting subject. Title. Uh, this one comes in from Terry Velcro. Who is apparently a five dollar pledge hammer? That's a great name. That's a, a such a strong name. name. Andy's here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hi. also Andy's here. Uh, uh, this one, and he says, if the Wrestle Talk fan that wants to meet you and buy you beers is a psychopath, that was from another email from the last ramble yesterday. Mm-hmm. Wants to meet us and buy us beers. Uh, if he wants to meet you and buy you beer, if if the fan that wants to meet you and buy you beers is a psychopath, have him meet with the other one when he returns from vacation. A sort of a welcome home gift. Make sure you do your research on the guy. Sure. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't care if they're a psychopath if nah, they give fine. me beer. Yeah. Psychopaths can buy me my, beer all day, yeah, every day. My, my reading of psychopath changes dramatically after a couple of pints. Yes, yeah, true. Like, He's a really fun guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love Drew McIntyre. Um, yeah, see, what, see what I did there? It was terrible. Uh, we've got another email uh, from Florian Simon, who says... Uh, Hello to the other one, Luke Owen, Wanda Ollie, El Fakador, Laurie Blake, Chopper Pete Quinnell, and um, no, I guess that's it. Definitely not forgot nobody. Yep, no one. <laughs> uh, so Russ thought get better, and, and uh, they say since I've got into my current relationship, I've put on I put on some well, let's say noticeable weight, and I've been struggling to get back to the ways of my lighter self. I've always searched for excuses like my studies to become an English and philosophy teacher here in Germany, or my side job as a pizza delivery guy as the reason why I can't stay in somewhat of a shape other than, you know, a circle. But now I'll put myself on the spot and try to do this gym thing once again with the help and pressure of the SWAF nation. I'm at 1.72 meters, 5 foot 8 tall, and currently weigh around 93 kilos, around 205 pounds, still a cruiserweight apparently, and my long-term goal would be around 75 kilos or 165 pounds. Hope my email is not too long, and thank you for all of your consistent consistency, and keep up the amazing work. Long-time SWAF Nation member, and also pod SWAFter since day one, Florian Simon from Lower Saxony in Germany. 
So you can do it, bud. Just not, gotta stick yeah, with it. I, I mean, think he's, he's the... five for eight. Mm-hmm. So he's not that tall. I mean, he's quite a lot taller than you, but so two inches, man. How would you? How would as a, as a former personal trainer, Pete? I mean, mm. now that I'm going to the gym all the time, all the time. And he's gone once. We're, he's we're, gone so once. we're doing an office pool of uh, an office get better. An off. We're doing an office wide get better because we yeah. all now have membership to the gym across the road. Mm. However, uh, Ollie immediately tried to turn it into a competition that he <laughs> could win. Yeah. Um, and said that every time you go and train, you get one point on the tally. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, does it count if I'm training at my climbing gym that I yeah. go to three times a week? And he was like, no, that's half a point. <laughs> so I'm now, I now can't win. If he, if he just goes four times a week yeah. to the regular gym and I go six times a week mm-hmm. to the climbing gym, I can't beat him. Yeah. Which is, yeah. well, Ollie makes the rules. Ollie makes so, the rules, you know, but then I've been, now I've added I, rules. I play sports Four or five times a week. Yeah, but you yeah. only get you. So and I'm getting a quarter. The of a rules point are, yeah, the rules are, you get a quarter of a point for each time you play your sports because <laughs> you enjoy your sports too much. Yeah, you can't. Uh, it, you, you can't, can't in, have fun. You can't have fun at the gym. Uh, the point is, the gym sucks. Yeah. And <laughs> um, but for this guy, just yeah. run on all your pizza deliveries. Just, just yeah, just sprint. don't don't drive. <clears throat> yeah, or anything like that. Use just moped, run just, around just all your pizza it. deliveries. I think the key yeah. is you just got to stick with it, and it's the it. The, the thing with all exercise, especially like when you're doing it to get in shape or just to stay healthy, there will be times when you're tired and those are the times that you absolutely have to push yourself to go. Because if you get into a habit of just going, well, I feel a little bit like this, I don't fancy it, you won't. And then you'll, that will, your bandwidth for how tired you are starts to get shorter and shorter and shorter until it's just like, well, I did yawn once today. I probably shouldn't go to the gym. So just stick <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, I, I see. I would be somewhat of a hypocrite. I'm just like, well, you just got to stick with it. You just got to, even when you feel bad, just got to go work out. Because today, I woke up in the morning, woke up later than I intended, <laughs> and woke up feeling absolutely terrible. And I was like, nope, not going to the gym today. No gym and gyms for me. But think about our gym chopper. Did you yeah. get lunchtime? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I should have gone, but I was busy it's, today. It's Thirty seconds from the door is literally probably less than that. From mm. our office front door. But there is another um, 30 seconds we have to go through a couple of coded doors. Oof, and quite hard three to work coded out. doors. So it's probably best that I don't go. You're yeah, right. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I, won't yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't go. Exactly. Exactly. Um, cool. We are going to do one more email. Let's see if we can do like cheese in one it. of these. You know, at, at one point, I'm going to actually get some emails ready in advance. Mm. At one, one of these be days, a really good point. What are you doing this weekend, Andy? <laughs> one of these days, yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll find I've a good one. I've got a cricket match on Saturday. And one then, quarter of a point. And then uh, it's Father's Day, so I'm going to go to my. Oh God, it is, isn't it? Yeah. House, uh, <laughs> right. Which is actually about 100 meters from where I'm playing cricket, so I'm just going to go there on Saturday evening. Probably stay there. And then we'll probably go for like brunch, maybe on the Sunday. Ooh, brunch with Dad. Maybe go on a, depending on the weather, might go on a walk. I don't know why that sounded so lame. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll have like a nice family dinner in the evening, I suppose. Oh, that's very nice. But I'll probably be going. I'll go to TK Maxx at some point because it's a tradition that I go to TK Maxx and find the ugliest thing I can in the in TK Maxx and give it to my dad for Father's Day because TK Maxx oh, has yeah. some terrible, terrible sculptures. Oh and yeah, Andy like is a bad present buyer. No, 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 no. Thing. I'm a um, good present buyer. No, Andy is a bad present buyer, but he thinks it's great. I think. 
Hey, it's Stockholm syndrome. Just Ollie didn't appreciate the TK Maxx nonsense is good present by. Ollie didn't appreciate my anti-chafing cream. Oh yeah, exactly the anti-chafing cream. <laughs> it just started cycling. I thought it was funny. The most ultimate example of that. <laughs> didn't appreciate it. How terrible of him! But I do have an email. If we're hey, if got go one. on then, go on. Uh, it's from from uh, Woody Stewart, William, Woody Stewart. Um, and he says, Luke, Ollie, El Fakador, Chubba Pete, and he who must not be named. That, that was fine. I, yeah. I can take that. Um, a while back, I sent you a message thanking you for being a bit of light in a hard time for me while my daughter underwent treatment for kidney cancer. We recently went through her latest round of routine testing and imaging, and she is still NED. I think that's the good one. That NED? I think we had a discussion it's no about this. no something detectable. No evidence detected yeah, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, so that's very good. So that's like, a, that's like an all clear type that's of thing. Uh, every day is something I realized I have to be thankful for and take advantage of. Hearing the other get betters and thinking of the chance I have now, I decided I needed to be healthier in order to be around for my little girl. With this in mind, I cut out all the sodas from my diet and I've cut nearly all processed sugar from my diet. In the eight weeks since my first email, I've lost 18 pounds. Wow. It is, that is amazing. Is it? It is something that I wanted to share because not too many times do we get second chance opportunities and they need to be cherished. As for wrestling, not sure who or it, who is or isn't religious, but can we pray that somehow, in some way, that Vince stops being the final word in creative? I know, I know, it's a pipe dream, but miracles can happen, right? I'm actually excited about the prospect that the men's Money in the Bank ma- ladder match could be good. <laughs> <laughs> can tell when it this actually, one was said. It was actually a good match until, until the 30 yeah. seconds at the end. And then he said, I guess I'll just stay optimistic. Someone has to. <laughs> but uh, th- thanks for being fun, and, and as always, consider assistant William Woody Stewart. Well, that's wonderful. I'm, <laughs> that I'm is so happy to hear about your yeah, daughter. Yeah, that is amazing yeah. to hear about uh, your daughter. It's, it's great to hear that you are fantastic. using it as an inspiration to get yourself in good shape. Yeah. 18 a, pounds in whatever, eight, eight weeks, weeks yeah. is amazing. Really good. That's about, that's like losing me in eight weeks. You weigh 18 pounds. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> not very heavy. He plays a lot of sport. He does. Yeah. yeah. I don't eat very much and I play too much sport. He's so basically just, a twiglet. Yeah. <laughs> I stay the same. Uh, right. I think that's probably going to be it. Unless you guys have anything super, super interesting stories you want to you want to tell for the NXT Ramble guys. Uh, I have a real problem with Splash. <laughs> oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, I wait, think... me, me and Ollie uh, immediately yeah. told that story on the Ramble yesterday. Yeah, because yeah. uh, we were like, everyone has to know. If, you have to know. About if it. you also have Andy's problems with Splashback, splashback email yes. me, Andy at WrestleTalk.com, Andy at WrestleTalk.com. and I will read them out on the next. Uh, podcast if I'm around just because I feel you might I feel like this is a problem that you can be anonymous if you want but um, yeah just we're in this together what are you doing (laughs) how are you doing it that's what I don't understand I maybe I sit too high and and the what shape is your bum hole that it's Mm. forming it's it's um, weird tube that's it's like a gun thing is it's what's it called uh, a rifled barrel. Yeah, I've got a rifled <laughs> barrel, so it's perfectly straight and very fast. It's like a fifty Barrett fifty cow. Yeah, that's it. It's like, it's like a magnum going off every yeah. time you have a, take a crap. Um, yeah. So great, great good. stuff. But this Pete, is, this is I'd hate, hate, hate to be your the, plumber. The, literally, the quality. Trying to, put, trying to put the U back in your bend. <laughs> The quality of these podcasts has dropped <laughs> dramatically oh, since Luke yeah. has gone away. Sign us off, Pete. Bar okay. lowered. So, 
that has been the NXT Ramble. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, me and Ollie will be back for the weekend ramble on Saturday, and then we'll be doing Raw, SmackDown, and NXT next week as per usual. Thanks for, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Love you all. Goodbye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.